How's it going? Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to interrupt. You had uh, family over and stuff. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. He just stops by on on. Uh, unplanned so he was just out back. so I saw I saw the truck and I saw him out back and then so I was starting to go over to them and I saw the geese and then the geese like they follow me so I was like I can't go over to him because if I go then they get in there because the geese are mean to like everyone else and, so, and then he has a dock so it's just sort of like navigating so it's all good <laughs> yeah. he was he checks on the geese no, he was checking on the spring. So we've got like an above ground spring that goes into a creek. So he's he's been messing with it to try and uh, I don't know what he's doing. I think it was like leaking or something. So he was just trying to adjust stuff. And the geese were over in our the pond. So we've got like a couple different water things. So they were over in the pond, and there are some Canada geese there too, and then some ducks. So everyone was hanging out over in that pond. <laughs> And then the geese started making their way toward the spring where he was, though. Oh, uh, they were bloodthirsty. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're just stupid. So I think they're like, all right, we're walking this way now, I guess. Because one will start leading and then the other one will walk. And like, oh, you're walking this way? I'll follow you. I was following you. And they just keep going. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, um, I was messing with the stuff in here. And it's, some of the stuff seemed to slow down my video sometimes. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you notice that certain backgrounds will happen. I don't. Yeah, I think that happens to other people, but everything slows down for me because of oh, my yeah. internet. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I just wanted. To, this is my actual room because I know my podcast is called a guy in his room. So I just want to show uh, my real, yeah. real room. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, I usually have like the butlers clean it out before I do the. Uh... Is this your bedroom has the grand piano and a couch? Yeah, this is like coffee table. My sitting room, like. Oh, okay, okay, not bedroom, sitting room. Yeah, my servants wake me up every day, and they they bring me to. They're like, oh, you have you a podcast there? there? Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh I, I have another podcast. Okay, like they talk to you to get you on, so I don't even know. Oh, right, right, right. They just use your account for it because you, you're yeah. never even using your own. That makes sense. Yeah, it's like a politician, how they don't write their own tweets or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you don't actually run any of your own accounts. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't even want it to go slow. And I did, and then I tried this. Uh... Oh, now it's working. Oh. Blooded <laughs> honey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, what we, a movie. Yeah, um, you did, uh, in your Discord, Beverly did, uh, we watched, uh, this new Winnie the Pooh movie. That's, uh, probably gonna be up for, like, next year's Oscars or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got an early, uh, for consideration copy, so we watched that. <laughs> yeah, you and Coley were the ones who voted for it, so... <laughs> Yeah, I heard of, uh, well, somebody in, like, on the Comics Gate, I guess, showed that or something, because they were like, oh, they're making this because the uh, copyright is up, so it's public domain or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Um, <laughs> I just wish they wrote it better. 
yeah. I think it, it I'm fine with him making a horror movie out of it. I think that's a fun idea. It was just really bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking like it's one of those uh it's it sucks when you like are like, oh let's watch a bad movie that's like but we'll laugh at it, but then it's like, oh, this is just like this just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's legit struggling because I was already so sleepy because I only slept like for four hours the night before and I was up since 6 a.m. that day too and we started watching at like 10.30 at night or whatever. So I was like, this is going to be I'm like, no, it'll be fine. I'm terrible at sleeping. And then it was just starting to like doze <laughs> off toward the end. Yeah, that's called him. That's my dad typically watching a movie, even if he loves the movie. <laughs> I don't think I ever have that happen if I'm actually interested in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, like, I'm... There's a there's a lot of movies that you think will be funny, but then they're just boring, like, bad. Um, I mean, I think Troll 2 is good in The Room, but, like... I still haven't seen Troll 2. The Room? Yeah, I've seen that yeah. one. <laughs> Yeah, Troll 2 I only heard of because I think Patton Oswalt maybe did a bit about it or talked about it somewhere. So I hear people talk about it quite a bit, but it's, that's yeah. why I had it up there. I'm like, here are some movies that I found or people have talked about before that are supposed to be bad. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that like is another movie like The Room kind of where like it, it got famous for being so bad and like mm -hmm. it was, I think, a foreign director that wrote it. Kind of like The Room, I guess, but. I think he really didn't just know English and maybe like the room guy, although he, the room guy is like just crazy, but <laughs> yeah. the troll too, there was some like uh, presentation the cast was doing and the director got mad because the actors were acting like, like making fun of it, but he was like, <laughs> he got like upset. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny to me when they take whenever like directors create whatever it is, they take it so seriously, but it's trash. And then, <laughs> what's the Michael Scott thing from The Office though with his movie? Yeah. And then like you know he took it so seriously, and then everyone's laughing at it, and he was upset. Oh. But then he was able to be like, "No, this is stupid. I can laugh at this too." So, but not everyone gets to that point. Yeah, well, the uh, the room guy was like, tried to spin it like, oh no, I meant it to be a black, a dark comedy, but I I just think he's lying now because <laughs> he wants to kind of, I think he just likes any kind of infamy, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why I don't like to do anything serious because it's just too much. I mean, everything is like, yeah, it's supposed to be stupid. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> Yeah, have you uh, watched any like later M Night Shyamalan stuff, like The Happening, or? Uh... No, I don't think I really watch a ton of Shyamalan. I think Shyamalan or Ding Dong. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. The Village is that the one? That's like the only one I remember watching, and I remember hating. Oh um, yeah, I thought that was stupid. And then, well, yeah, I don't. I've probably seen other ones. I just can't think of any right now. Well, yeah. But I mean, I've heard of a bunch. Probably... Sixth Sense. Have you seen that or Unbreakable I... or anything? 
I have finally seen Sixth Sense. I had not seen it for a very long time. I was just within the last couple of years, I think I finally watched mm. it. And I already knew, like, I know, I think yeah. I went a long time without spoilers. Like, I never knew what it was about. And then at some point, someone talked about it. Like, I, I should have watched it then because I was able to kind of know, like, oh, no, like, no one ever said anything about it. Uh, same with Fight Club. Fight Club. I never, like, for years and years, no one ever actually talked about what it was. And then, and I still haven't seen Fight Club, but I do oh. know what it's about now. <laughs> so, like, spoilers already, but oh, well. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess people usually just, I mean, I used to watch Fight Club, I don't know why, but I used to constantly watch Fight Club. I think it's just like a really cool directed movie, too. I keep hearing that, keep hearing it's a really great movie, oh, and I just still it. haven't bothered I mean, yeah, it. when you wait that long, it's almost like, eh, just don't see it, because the hype I know. will be. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's a, I want to, I just keep forgetting about it and not having interest in it. Now I'm catching up on My Hero Academia, because like now I'm back into anime, so I'm trying to watch those things. Um, but that's why Alex and I do, the, the, we use the streams to get us to watch things like oh i probably i might not watch this otherwise or it's something that i do want to watch so now it gives me an excuse to do it or like we'll, we'll share like ideas so that way the other person will watch something that they might not normally yeah a lot of stuff i forget that i was gonna watch uh i have just too so many, many lists uh, and I, I lose the list that i make of the things that i need to watch so then they're just scattered everywhere and i never remember and people who suggest things in like chat and stuff i write those down and i'm like i don't remember where i put any of them and so now they're just like on my phone my computer and like various oh, yeah. places so i just i tried to the other day i was like trying to to uh put them all into one thing and but i forget where i did that too because i've got like word documents sticky notes and so i don't know someday but instead i'm just re-watching bones for like the fifth time going through <laughs> that series yeah, I now I like never I don't know, I just never watch anything unless I'm with someone or like but uh I did I did watch Demon Slayer just cuz a a girl I dated watched it. Uh otherwise I probably never I like never watch anime. Um and uh Yeah, but you said I guess you said you're part asian or something yes i am half asian okay well see ya thanks for coming on no <laughs> yeah i guess it's weird that like you i forget i said that in your chat like how would someone not be openly asian oh yeah um, and then who did alex say that the first was it her i don't remember someone's like the first person who what was it some sort of Oscars or some sort yeah. of award? They, they. Oh what, yeah. What was it that they weren't? And they or that they were Asian and no one knew, or that they were pretending not to be Asian and then they won the Asian thing. I forget what it was, but I guess some people don't. But I just, I when I if I don't talk about it, then people never. I've had some people guess what I am, but usually I, I like to. I mean, I like to make them guess because I think it's funny, and then usually they're really bad at it. Um, so yeah. then I always just say that I'm ambiguously ethnic, um, <laughs> and let them just think what they guess what they want. I like to leave it an enigma. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't uh I mean I usually thought I thought I would never be able to not know that about someone. Uh it's because I mean because there's so many different Asians too. So it's not I'm not Eastern Asian, yeah. so and that would be more apparent, but oh, like right, Asia yeah. falls under a lot of different things. So I uh but like people will guess like everything native american and uh, black alaskan you know, like a, <laughs> you know eskimo yeah um yeah probably i've had black i've had mexican people think i'm mexican like they'd speak oh. spanish to me but then they're from mexico and they would be surprised that i wouldn't know spanish um yeah so you know polynesian any type of like all kinds of pacific islander things and oh yeah um, so well, yeah to get a bunch of guesses so, but uh, people just don't always guess like Asian because they don't expect it to be. Yeah. Well, what if you had a parent that like one parent was like one eighth Asian? Isn't it just one one drop? One, yeah. one drop counts, and like you have one drop of can black you just in say, you're can, black. Would that? I mean, could you then say I'm half Asian because one of my parents, but they're only like one point zero <laughs> Asian or something. Yeah, well, if you're an eighth, so that makes you a sixteenth. So you could still, yeah, you'd say that's part. That's that's decent-ish. That's why I part of me wanted, like, I'd want children to see, uh, like, what a quarter Asian is, eighth Asian, like, and just see what that looks like. Yeah, keep going down. And I, I mean, knew a girl, a woman. Um, she, oh, she, I think she was a quarter, the same. And so she had even paler skin than me. Um, and, and then she had a daughter too. So I don't remember if I ever saw a picture of her though, but I just, so she would have been an eighth, her kid would have been an eighth. Mm. Um, but yeah, cause I just want to see like how, how white can you get without, with still having some sort of like, do you still have the same like facial features, like the bone structure and stuff though? But like, where does it pass out? Because sometimes people do just think I'm white too. Cause I am light skinned, at least on camera where people are like, oh, you're not any like non-white enough <laughs> to be considered anything yeah and I mean, summertime i get darker though oh yeah like i don't know if there's a word for that like there is black with like quadroon <laughs> quadroon it's like a quarter black is quadroon or something oh okay i didn't know i that. only heard of that recently like um no i think they call us twinkies <laughs> i think it's the derogatory <laughs> Tory name because you're you're yellow on the outside and white on the inside and i don't think it's oh. just for half but like maybe if you aren't like I, I don't know if it is half if it is half or it's just like that you're too like you don't have enough asianness on you on the outside but i think it might be for halves which yeah i guess it's supposed to be offensive but who doesn't like twinkies so <laughs> I know. i'm fine with it yeah i mean that's like a cute <laughs> yeah yeah like, all right if you're gonna insult me by calling me food i'll yeah, take no. it yeah i mean cracker is fun uh i forget someone said that maybe yeah, cracker i guess that, that one might be that's offen uh, be offensive in that it's just like the blandest food so like you don't yeah. can't even think and which is the point i guess too that your way is cracking bland so i get that but but crackers are good <laughs> yeah are also different colors too, like Cheez Its or crackers, and those are very yellow, orange. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was Louis C.K. Someone was like, Yeah, the white ones aren't even that bad. They're like, Oh, cracker. It's like, Oh, 
That hurt. <laughs> I don't know. It's like not. Uh, I mean, I only heard like the only one I really thought about was like uh, white people smell like a wet dog when they are wet, or I don't know. I forget, but that just made me go, "Oh, do we?" <laughs> when do you smell like that? When? Uh, like a wet dog. Yeah, we smell it's like a wet dog wet? or something. I forget. I I don't know who they've been hanging out with, I guess. It's... <laughs> I wonder. Um, what I'm trying to think of like something that would be an insulting food that you're... You, you are... Well, they, there's the whole mayo thing now. Oh, I don't know that one. Is that just more white? I mean, like, all, all Twitter jokes are like, white, you know, white people, uh, they don't season food. It's just mayo. What's wrong with mayo? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, but it, it's just, I don't know, I guess it's because white people don't have uh, spicy seasoned food or something. I also, I guess I don't super <laughs> understand, like, insult, I mean, yeah, they're like, oh, you're playing, but yeah. I, I also think people with, like, sensitive taste buds don't need a ton of seasoning. If anything, that just makes it like, oh, I can taste things in subtle flavors, and clearly uh, or that makes it seem more like if you have to keep seasoning so much in your flavors, does that mean that you struggle? Like in the show I Zombie, they they're zombies and they eat stuff, but like every they don't have any flavor, so everyone puts a lot of hot sauce on things so they can have just like some hint of flavor. So oh. I just think that if you have to season everything, like that could be great. And like I think you do you do you. I just think it's stupid to try and insult people to like look at them not doing it. like, yeah, sometimes I love provolone <laughs> cheese. That is like the most subtle cheese there is but i love it i love the flavor it's one of my favorites but it's just like okay just because you don't uh, maybe i like the the basic taste of something more but i can appreciate that so i don't know i just think again with food it's it's silly to like sincerely you know mock something about i will do i'll mock anything just for funsies but like if you're trying to do it as an insult like that's all you got like yeah yeah, I mean, uh, they just have that. I guess their culture is like, because, you know, if you go to an Indian food cart here or something, they always are like, oh, white people never want the hot sauce. And, yeah, I guess, like, our genes, like, weren't, I don't know, maybe down the line people kept eating spicy food and then they just. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense, know. too. So it's also just, like, genetically there might be some differences or that like yeah. or culturally is a big thing that they didn't start doing it from when they were younger like okay yes our cultures are different i don't want them all to be the same because that way sometimes it's like yeah let me try this indian food let me try these different things like oh i want to go more subtle like we're not all just homogenous and having the same thing ever so i just i don't know um i don't like hot i don't like tabasco sauce i used to think it was just because of like the spiciness of it but i love like wasabi and that kind of spice i just i think it's more the flavoring i don't like the yeah the hot sauce of like that kind of pepper but i like it on I like other types of spice yeah well i guess you're asian then because of wasabi and uh yeah right uh well do you get the Asian flush when you drink? You no, know, it's weird because I don't think I'm supposed to because I'm Filipino. So I'm half Filipino. Oh. Is what it, so it's, I mean, 
they're weird because they are an island in the Pacific, but they're not considered Pacific Islander as a race. They are considered Asian. They're also considered Oriental, but they were also ruled by Spain. So the language sounds a lot like Spanish. So there's a lot of, there's hits of that. Mm. And then they, you know, they, they mixed, mixed in together. Um, and then they're, they all look different. They're different islands. And so I've seen like, uh, they're all Filipino, but like they, they're, they're, bone structures and stuff in the face can look different and their skin colors too some are lighter skin darker and i think a lot of the lighter ones are because spain was there um and so they bred between them um but so it's just sort of uh some people will consider them hispanic some people don't i've started doing hispanic now just to like check off more boxes of minority to <laughs> against you know oh hispanic. yeah you can well i was just thinking like when I found that out, oh, you could, it's weird, like, the things, like, because now, like, it's like, oh, I could use that now. Like, my... Yeah, before <laughs> I didn't care, I never thought about it. And I yeah. Just... And I, I still think it's weird, just generally, whenever I have to, they make me choose races when you're, like, yeah. filling out forms or anything, too, like that, like, and especially ones that don't even have, uh, uh, like the the biracial or, or multiple races two or more races like whatever that i always think that's funny on its own because it's like we don't care which two or more races you are we just want to know that you're not pure one thing or another oh, yeah. um so like they're just like yeah we'll put them all in there but then the ones that don't like when i i think when i got my concealed carry permit they may, they didn't even have a multiple race option, so I had to choose mm. between Asian or white, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know which one I should put it on here now. I'm like, I feel because I I am you know Tanner and and like I I'm not tech, like if I just mark off that I am white, I feel like anyone who sees that will be like, is this actually like a real card though? So I just put Asian. Like that seems to make the most sense for someone to not question this. Yeah, that is almost like what do I am I identifying as today? Like how do I feel today? <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, the whole trans, you know, the trans yeah. race thing. Um, so the the who was it? The Oscar winner who? Oh, the I, Asian identifying woman. I still forget her name. Michelle Yao, I think. Yeah. Who Alex loves. Um, but but yeah, as far as like Asian stuff goes, like wasabi and things, or the what was it the flush the um, wasabi I, American? They're called. I don't think that the the, the uh, with what happens with beer. I don't know if it's just all alcohol. I know it's beer that like Eastern Asians struggle. Um, I think they have a, an intolerance to it, so then that's why their cheeks go red if they have beer. I just hate beer, um, so I don't drink it. But I have also recently been having more of my face getting flushed just generally like on streams and stuff like as soon as it starts getting warm like if it's warm in the room and my cheeks like start to go red like then they they super go red and I have no idea why it's getting mm. worse lately <laughs> um, and it's just like any like it could be anything they're like oh for whatever reason my cheek cheeks just started to get a little flushed and then it just stays like it gets very pronounced and just stays there so it doesn't even need alcohol Yeah, like the uh, what if it gets it really exaggerated, like in anime? They always <laughs> exaggerate every. That's one thing about Demon Slayer and the uh, anime is like really exaggerate the uh, anything, any emotion. Yeah, yeah, they really. Uh, I mean, they, they try to make everything like the eyes are big and stuff too, so they kind of make it 
unless it's being more realistic, but they have the different styles to try and make it more cartoony. Um, but yeah, so I, I like the, the over, the, yeah. the over emotions and stuff too, because that makes it fun. But yeah, the whole face turns red or anything. But and so I think it was just a coincidence that I got into anime too. It wasn't in like an Asian thing. It was that I watched the Pokemon and Speed Racer happened to be on Cartoon Network when I was little. And so I got into that. Yeah. Are you um and Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. <laughs> Pokemon oh, Speed really? Racer, Sailor Moon. Oh yeah, my sister was really into that. Uh mm -hmm. yeah, I guess I was a little older for Pokemon. Um I don't well, I mean, are you um did you grow up like without internet and then Um I was pretty I had a laptop from at least when I was twelve if not younger so i grew up and then there was like some internet um so it wasn't a ton of things going on as much but like i remember being 13 and having like text rpgs online and doing those uh -huh. like real real life friends but we we found like a website that did text rpgs because we were really nerdy even <laughs> at that age yeah like me and my friend were just talking about um like how like kids now probably can't even conceive of like wait there was no internet you know like <laughs> like i mean yeah because we i mean i'm older than him but like and then you know our family had a computer for a while with no internet or then we would start to get aol free trials and stuff mm. uh and a lot of people would be like what's that like well my dad was a a big computer person too so we just already had a lot of like computers even before it was like as i mean they were really popular enough but internet wise he had his own dial-up internet service when i when i was like nine ish nine or so uh oh hey Hello, you're back. Sorry. That's um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, my computer does this like very seldomly. Uh, so I'm like refusing to get a new one or get it looked at. Uh, <laughs> I just got this like external fan for it. So mm. It doesn't do that, but I don't know. It's like a yeah. good computer. So I'm like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, if it is just an overheating problem, then it seems like extra cooling stuff could help. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just saw you say, oh, come on, as you like, look down and then froze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because it makes this like the a fan, loud fan noise before it shuts down. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, also, like, well, I got a Best Buy. I don't know if you, like, it's like a problem with everything though. Like everything's like, uh, you know, you buy the Best Buy and then they're like, oh, did you buy the Geek Squad plan? Okay, sorry, we can't help you if we didn't buy that. Oh, at all? You can't even like pay to get help from them? Um, No, I tried to bring like just headphones in and they're like, is it under warranty? I was like, I don't know, I don't think so. Or they asked for the protection plan and that's it, they didn't even. Like, I would have to go to, like, a weird, like, little tech shop or something. And then yeah. they'd be like, this will void your warranty, but, you know. But if you don't, yeah, yeah. But I guess if they're not going to do it anyway, then it doesn't matter, so. 
Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. This is still recording, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I would accidentally, like, you know, if my internet cuts out or because sometimes you just also accidentally like, oh, I backed out of this page and I have to hit re-enter and it still records. Oh. Yeah, like mine usually keeps the recording, but then I have to, it's like a weird video format that I have to convert or whatever. Oh. Uh, anyway, that's all exciting stuff. I'll, I'll definitely keep that part in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're talking about internet and stuff oh yeah oh yeah. that's I don't funny know where it froze. <laughs> yeah it was uh because i started saying that my dad had uh he had his own dial-up internet service when i was like nine or so for oh really a lot of years so um so internet was around then and i had that amount but it wasn't as you know like i think uh google didn't come out till 2002 and then youtube wasn't till 2005 so it was just you know pre pre that so internet was still kind of limited i don't think i used it that much and then and if you did it was just like going to specific websites for things like the rpg one that was a, that we went to for a few, or a few years later um i'm trying to think of what else because i remember like ask jeeves i remember that um what else a yeah i remember aol instant messenger the icq um just regular chat rooms I think around like 13 years old or so, like my friend and I, we would be catfishing in a sense. Like we would just pretend to be like other people, not like do anything, but we would just like fake who we were and stuff. And Oh, really? Like is up. it to like to joke around? Yeah, yeah. Like, like we weren't, we were just pretending to be like one per. Actually, I think we, I remember one, except there were two of us, we pretended to be one person who had like multiple personality disorder <laughs> kind of thing though so like oh yeah here's this one so and but not in the like stupid way that everyone's doing it now on youtube to like jump into like oh yeah uh, if they're at least faking it sincerely like we were just messing around in in anonymous chats chat rooms yeah i mean yeah like i mean yeah back then like just felt like nothing mattered like uh you just troll people in chat rooms and stuff. Yeah. Now you yeah. like swap people and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got a lot more extreme and aggressive. Ruin people's lives, you know. Yeah, like the whole Asian thing. Like, uh, that's what every. I mean, that's what every comedian does. I mean, like, well, everybody and everywhere does, I guess. Now, like, oh, this is my. I guess they might. I guess, like, you know, even maybe in some schools, they, like, tell kids, like, oh, you're part Asian? Okay, this is what you, this is your thing. Just constantly talk about your being Asian. Yeah, when I started seeing that now, just how much it's it's becoming, how the the how important it is, especially in schools, and looking back, I was thinking how awful it would be if they focused that much on on race and ethnicity when i was in school because like they would be because i've heard like you know young classes with them separating like okay like we've got the white kids we've got like which races okay. and so yeah. then i'd be like standing alone there was another half filipino girl for a while in my class but that she ended up moving at some point in high school so like there were a few like all of us were like halfies because there were like a couple half black kids the puerto rican kid he i don't know if he was full puerto rican or half though but um 
he he like race didn't matter he was our class president and like in the black oh. kids were were football players and they were just well liked like we didn't have the, as much of the stereotypical stuff because it was a small school we had like the cheerleaders were friendly enough the jocks were smart they were in like honor like the our uh was it the well i can't say it salutatorian um so the second the one after the valedictorian he was a big football player and a ginger um <laughs> oh. But so it was just sort of like, I don't know. I like that we didn't have the stereotypical cliques. It was just people still hung out. Like they, they were friends with one another because they hung out together. So we didn't really. Yeah. But, but like some of them did. We did have some sports people come over to the theater and do stuff for like senior class play. So it wasn't like I, I, that. I don't know that bad. I think the biggest thing is that small town. It was mostly white and mostly and all like all Christian. So I think the biggest thing back the in white the day. Supremacist. It was the little anti-homosexual stuff. Because oh. I remember our one friend, like he got a little picked on. And I don't know how extreme that might have been. But I just remember like, you know, some of the football guys like they, but it wasn't like beat up kind. It was just sort of like harassing a little bit, like teasingly. So, but again, that's just from what I saw. I don't know if it was any worse, but it wasn't like he went around school like terrified or anything though. He, it seemed more he was just annoyed <laughs> by them. Um, other than that, like he was really well liked among everyone. So, um, but yeah. nowadays there it's not. At least that's more open because like now everyone's also trans. Because I visited the school the other day, and there there are definitely more kids that I think are doing the whole trans trending, trans trender stuff. You mean like the small? It's a small town you grew up in, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's the high school that I went to, and I went there because my aunt was substituting. She used to be the English teacher. She's subbing right now, and then she's doing a drama unit. So I went in and did some improv for her classes. I had to wake up at six a.m. and be there <laughs> by eight. That was why I was oh. so tired when we did the movie oh. because of that. And I, I was telling her because I was like, I could come in the afternoon, but she wanted me to for the whole day. So like everyone had the same thing going on. And I was like, all right. Cause I was like, it's not that I'm busy. It's that I'm, I'm going to be asleep during this time. <laughs> so when we had those first classes, I was like, I don't know how people do this. Like, why is anyone awake right now? Yeah. Like, I'm usually asleep till like nine, 10 sometimes. But you were, you don't work a right, like uh monday to friday then or like uh, i the report i mean because i would have said i'm work i would have lied and said i'm working <laughs> oh to get there no i mean uh, that's why it was just mostly because i wanted to go and do it but I, and I told her i'm like i'll just suck it up like i'll have to do because i wanted to to be there for the classes and she wanted me for all of them and i and i wanted the kids to experience it too and i know that they don't really have clubs there as much anymore especially drama clubs so that's been really disappointing mm. to hear because she my aunt was also the one who ran everything like when i was at school she was in charge of like all the drama stuff though and then i was president as my senior year but even before that i was already like writing and directing different oh, shows wow. and things um so it was just like to see it all like they still do other performances but just to not have it as like a, a its own you know organization kind of thing it made me sad but they still had like the musical and senior class play they're doing now and i think there's a talent show but like yeah i i was involved in everything back then so like just to i like i want those kids to also have like the theater experience because there is interest in it hmm. is that because covid it got shut down and now it's like i don't know if it 
I mean, that's probably a big part of it. I don't know if it was as my, I, I think a big thing is once my aunt retired, so she retired early. And so I think oh. when she stopped doing it, then the people who took over or the person or people, I know the one now, at least they're just not as involved. They're, I mean, like she's a music teacher, so she does more music side. I don't think she's like as passionate on like the acting side unless music oh, is yeah. involved as much. Um, at least just as far I haven't really seen the other shows and stuff though but it just at least from what it seems like as far as enthusiasm goes because I keep offering like hey I'll come in if you want to do a drama club I'll come in and um, you know be a guest and, and do stuff with them and I just haven't really gotten much feedback uh, oh so you your aunt doesn't teach anymore no she retired uh, some years ago yeah, my friend teaches uh in Ottawa. Well, I told you that small town too, and like, I mean, always talks about how the kids are like kind of retarded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, can't pay attention. Like, constantly are vaping. Like half, like have to. You know, like he just said he can't believe. I guess it got worse since COVID, but like he's like. I don't know, like there's something seriously wrong with these young people. Well, he... no, that was the thing that we were talking about too, because so it was all ninth grade. So and I thought oh. like oh, it's a good time to get it at least get them interested in in theater improv stuff too at the start of high school. But she was saying like these are the kids who were like in sixth grade when everything started shutting down, oh. like, and that was the year our, we had middle school. Which when I was reading stuff re not too long ago, apparently like that it was the middle school but from what i've read like some middle schools do it in like block like do their classes in blocks and junior highs are ones that are supposed to be like high schools i don't know how it is for everyone else but that's just what the internet was saying but our middle school was like the high school in that we would have each class and Corey um would have our like we'd have like homeroom first period and we would learn how to like trans transport around um to each classroom as you did in high school um but they didn't get that same experience oh cory he's gonna turn off my computer now <laughs> come on he's gonna step on the button cory oh my god you're such an idiot if my computer shuts off now it's because it <laughs> oh yeah that reminded me of uh well it's funny because i was gonna joke oh was your was your dad in the nsa or had some special connection to get internet and uh <laughs> Uh, my one, uh, my one ex, like once her dad and uncle were like Skyping and, uh, they were crit criticizing Obama at the time. He was still in office <clears throat> uh. and their Skype call just went black. Like, after, like <laughs> while they were doing that, <laughs> it was really weird, but, uh, very suspicious. Yeah. And honestly, I do think somebody was doing something listening something because Probably. maybe keywords came up or something you know yeah at the very least especially now like ais are going to be tracking oh, yeah. everything so like it already happens on youtube but i'm not surprised if people are listening in on any of the things like on discord calls on all of it like they're yeah. watching and listening so you just have to expect that at this point our phones i have my phone here and i'm sure it's <laughs> listening in yeah like that's the thing when we everything moved to like Zoom right away. I was like, wait, every work meeting is now. Everyone's doing Zoom. Yeah. 
every work meeting was like it's possible to probably possible for people to just hear everything and isn't that convenient for the yeah. government to and then which isn't great for businesses either though who might want to keep things secret so yeah my company stopped using zoom because it wasn't secure enough they found really? out so yeah wow like i mean they probably didn't want some guy randomly accidentally going in with his dick out or something <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen people yeah. are way too yeah i remember the uh the like bait of guys forgetting <laughs> to shut off their webcam like tubing and then like a teacher paranoid enough like i'm so yeah. paranoid about that like even when the camera light's not on i get worried that like oh can, is it still am i showing anything i know especially when you start your only fans feed you're like oh i have to make sure <laughs> yeah i don't want anything risque going on on his only fans <laughs> so Corey is sitting on the tower and like his the button to turn it put it in sleep mode is oh. like right by or under his butt and he's <laughs> he's cleaning himself now so i'm not sure it's kind of like at any point things could go south but just fyi <laughs> he has not moved positions he's just made it worse um you have you still have a tower a desktop i now have a tower a desktop because i never had one until like when was it september october it was my first desktop i've ever had because I've uh, always had laptops, like of my own. My dad mm. had them, and so, like so, he had different things. But again, I I've been using a laptop since I was like eleven or twelve, if not younger. Well, I mean, was it a family one when you were young? Yeah, I mean, it was just my dad and me, so it was his, and then uh. I used. Yeah, so he always had at least one if not like well, they're always just like computer parts everywhere too so a lot of certain rooms were just like oh. computer graveyards of interesting just like interesting all kinds of things interesting. junk and stuff did he say like it's off limits to ask me questions about it no <laughs> no um <laughs> i just remember well, like weird stuff that he has done i remember when he made i think i have the wands here he made my friends and me maybe i don't have them magic wands like like for harry potter stuff because we we're all into that um so he made it with like the the uh, oh i do have it for this um equipment in the basement and um so i just remember him down in the basement and just <laughs> laughing maniacally going it's alive it's alive <laughs> oh like he made them out of wood or something yeah yeah these are oh. these are all wood wood shop stuff so and then stain them. I can't remember. I think mine was supposed to be like a mahogany wood was the color goal. Because Harry yeah. Potter had all the different types of woods and things. Yeah, my dad got into wood stuff sometimes. But uh, is your dad the Asian one? Asian one? No, he's Asian the one? white one. Oh. Mm-hmm. I guess I can't make a joke then about the computers and Asian. And <laughs> yeah, right. No one. My mom is not not that at all. They were. My dad is like super super smart. I'll say that my parents are rather opposites in in many ways. So uh, my mom is tiny and cute, but she doesn't 
doesn't know as much about, especially technology. Yeah. I guess mine might be sort of opposites. Uh, my dad talks to everybody. My mom's more quiet. and Actually, my mom's better at technology, though. Uh, mm. My dad still has a TV that's, like, broken. He just keeps it. It's like one of those, uh, not even a flat screen. I loved all that. I grew up with, uh, we, I think my dad got it for like $5 at a garage sale or something. And it was the big old box TVs that you had to pull <laughs> the pull knob to turn on. And, oh. and I had that mostly through high school too. We just used it forever. Um, and I loved it. And then I think the vertical alignment went out or something at one point. So we had to replace it. But I was just like, yeah, I love this TV. Um, and it was big. I remember one year my dad uh, for Easter, because like he had like the, the eggs and the chocolate or the, the eggs in the basket and stuff. And he had a, a turned on the TV and saw like a VHS tape recording of my Easter basket <laughs> on screen because he, he put it inside the tv like you put it in the back of it oh it was just a huge it was this huge <laughs> tv oh that's cool yeah my dad had a big camcorder growing up that was like i thought was the coolest thing ever back then oh yeah i did all the camera stuff because i was into <laughs> filming things i still have i think i still have two vhs recording cameras I got oh. them on eBay or something and I wanted them. I don't remember why. And then I just used them to like offer stage plays and stuff mostly. But I had like other smaller ones too. I would film things when I was little like magic trick type like illusion stuff like where like, oh, you record and stop and then like move something and like record in that same spot again and make it look as if it disappeared. Oh. So I was doing that kind of thing when I was like nine yeah um your parents or do they like are any of them like stuck in their ways like no i'm not gonna stop using this tv with a giant crack in it or something um no my my dad doesn't actually have electricity anymore because he lives in the <laughs> woods um so he converted it's he's interesting in that he's he's very knowledgeable and likes technology and stuff too but he also really loves the outdoors um mm. so he and and just like nature good course and he's not um, writing like a big manifesto against know, technology. everyone always jokes about it. <laughs> um but yeah so he he converted a shed that when he purchased his land and he converted it into a cabin so like he mm. cut out of windows and stuff and then he also like uh, or in the last couple of years got a camper too so he's got both of those but he uses like um solar powered batteries oh, wow. so he charges them up and then uses that for it so he's just very limited on on stuff that he uses and yeah i but so he but he's still he'll also be like i'm making something with this or like making a raspberry pi or using this raspberry pi to like make other things and he's like building this like model rocket or other things so he's like still doing like weird like specifically like hmm. technological things but just in this like cabin in the woods that has no electricity officially is he more into the early analog technology 
Um, uh, he could do, I just kind of think like he could do everything. He doesn't like Apple computers though. Like he's always been kind of against, like he can work on stuff, but he just doesn't like them. Um, yeah. but he used to be in the Coast Guard and, um, he would work on like the weapons and stuff on the ships. So he yeah. was like, he would fix those and all that. And, um, and then, but he also just like, he, he's the type of person to like take things apart and put them back together, like figure out how those work. So. Um, so he, hmm. but he knows like uh, hardware and, and different software things and all that. So yeah, he's, pro that... he's probably not as up to date now though, just cause he doesn't do as much. Like he's, he's not in business with that. Well, anymore. that's becoming like a cool hip thing to do is, is like, well, vintage technology and also like, I don't know, homesteading and like, uh, there's like a ton of YouTubers, like living off the land or whatever mm -hmm. and uh yeah he's done that a bit sometimes he'd do, he do he would do like in may like go for a month of just only picking wild foods and something <laughs> off of that oh wow because he'll bring over like other types too just generally he'll come over and like bring here are some mushrooms i foraged in the forest <laughs> so i've eaten like the black trumpet mushrooms that we have around here and other things wow. too and all that. So he'll just have a plate of different like flowers and and mushrooms and things. He's like living in an RPG game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did he get you into? I mean, I was gonna ask how you even thought of having geese as pets or whatever. <laughs> no, um, we. I had were raised on... by geese. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had planned on never owning a house, or at least like anytime soon. And then, and I was like, even saying in early 2020, um, and then COVID hit, and I was because I was just mm. like, I don't know where I want to go. We might from Chicago. We were in Chicago at the time, and like we might want to move, might want to go to New York, might want to go to LA. Like I don't know. I'm doing comedy and stuff out here, um, and then after kind of stopping that because without like super understanding what was going on it was already getting less fun so i kind of stopped doing stuff because of the wokeness like, but i wasn't really familiar with with why things were getting worse yeah. at the time so then i was doing audio engineer stuff but then when covid hit and the lockdowns happened and everything shut down it was we were just kind of like well there's no point in staying here anymore so and we're worried that things are going to get worse being in the city like if things get like oh, who yeah. knows what might happen so we we're kind of like let's get out of here so then we were figuring out like where to go we wanted to go somewhere more rural and ultimately i was like i'd rather go back where we have like support like both of our families are out in this area my dad's side of the family's here where we grew up um and so we decided to come back to pennsylvania and then we bought this place we had six acres of land and i don't remember if he had intended, if the ginger intended on um, farming beforehand, I think he might have already been looking into it before we moved. So I think it was just something that like, oh, if we're going to have this land, we could do stuff on it. So we got chickens mm. and the geese. We just got the one goose because what he had researched was that you could have a guard goose to help protect the chickens and it would be. The but lemon grab hated the chickens when we got them they're all babies lemon grab was still bigger and he was three weeks old and he would just like when he'd see them he'd try to attack them if he could they had we'd had their it was in this room actually where we had the brooders so we had like the little brooder the walls where the 
the chicks would be and lemon grab he would like, try to go up and he would just like stand up tall and peer down inside and he would just be like you know either godzilla or i kept thinking attack on titan where the titans would just be like standing over the walls and he would want to try and go in there so he hated them immediately um and so, and then we also learned immediately that geese can't be alone so we had to get him a partner um because they're mm. flock animals and then we just kind of we took we weren't planning on getting more but we took in a third one because someone else wasn't able to keep their animals in their town anymore so we took in the goo another goose and then lemon grab and tui had a baby because we were planning on like selling them we were planning on like hatching them and selling them but only one hatched and and i couldn't like it was too adorable and they were raising and i'm like no there's no way that we could get rid of this thing and he loves me so he follows me around everywhere um and he's gigantic so we just have four of them but yeah, it was never like a planned thing to say, like, I'm going to keep and love geese and be known as a as the goose <laughs> person now. Well, well, wait, do you. I don't know if did you buy the house first or the land and then wait, the house came with the land. So it was the house with six acres of land, two garages and a barn. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's a. Uh... Definitely. That would be here. That would be like a million dollars. Not nearly that. <laughs> Not out here. Oh my gosh. We could never afford that. Um, it's like a tenth of, a little over a tenth of that amount. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people that I've heard of, uh, people are like, I'm building a house and it takes, it, they never finish. It seems like it's the hardest mm -hmm. thing ever. So I'm like, I'm never going to do that, I don't think. But, yeah, it'd be nice to, I mean, this isn't my favorite type of house. I mean, I still hate, like, we've got, like, the deer wallpaper and all this, too. So, someday, I, I haven't cared enough about aesthetics yet. Like, I want to do it, but, like, money-wise, I'm like, well, I don't want to spend money on changing interior things yet because we're busy trying to, like, get just actual, like, important things, like taking care of the animals and all of that first. So, but I do want to paint the living room finally. Someday we'll recarpet, but then they also have to like refloor things because they're like soft spots. So like the house is not great, but it was like, hey, this is livable. And we want this land, and we have all these outbuildings too. So it's it's doable for us for now. Um, it'd be nice to like renovate it at some point, like for reals. But I don't know if we'll ever have that money. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it sounds like you just moved in not that long ago i figured it would be 10 years or something you had it oh no no um it's been two years now that we came here that's we cool still have it painted <laughs> <laughs> time flies though it really does yeah at least you did something over the lockdowns and everything yeah i think a lot of that was it caused a blur but I guess also age where just the years start blending together. <laughs> Everything passes by so quickly because you don't have the same thing as, I don't know, I guess like when, not sure if it's just being a kid or like when you're in school and you have like all these things that are happening at the same time, the classes and everything else going on and just how busy you are or where it's just like you're looking forward to like these days are going by so slowly because you're having to sit through like school or, or whatever though and like you just want it to be the weekend I don't know if that helps and now it's kind of like oh I don't have that like looking forward to the weekend kind of thing like it doesn't take that long like oh man it's already Sunday I didn't expect that 
Um, so I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess like uh, like like I was waiting out. Like uh, I don't want to rush and move like knee jerk because like I guess I thought, oh, these lockdowns won't won't be long. But then now <laughs> after the lockdowns, fool like, you were. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, I don't know, I think people are eventually, like, going to keep moving out of cities and do what you're doing, so. Have you thought about, oh, we're going to start selling goose eggs or, like. We have already, oh. yeah. So, I mean, we we stopped putting in as much effort for a while, though, but we're starting up again. So we just had, like, 10 dozen eggs that I took over to my family's, um, my one family member's birthday party to um to just give them away to everyone else though because like there are too many some of these might be bad we've had them for like a long time i don't know <laughs> so, but, like you so you could take them for free so now the new ones that we're collecting we can put them like mark the dates and stuff and put them in. but everyone keeps giving us their old um egg cartons and stuff so we just also like give them back to like we sell them through that um and i know i guess some like even local businesses will take in um that kind of thing too we've just been selling them directly like you know uh, to friends and stuff but i think there are certain stores that might be willing to do that from what i've heard i just haven't bothered doing that yet either yeah um yeah you could start just having a stand well i guess it depends if you're near your highway or something and then yeah it's not i mean it's a back road it's a dirt road but like it's trafficked enough so we're planning on like we do want to put like a little shelter out we actually have like an old like fake well decorative well but it sits yeah. a little bit too far inward but it could cover so i was like we could just start stacking that there and um and it's really just leave you know, take a carton leave three dollars that's what we do so we do a dozen eggs for three dollars or two dozen for five dollars which is apparently cheaper than what they're selling at the stores right now too so oh yeah because we're not trying to profit from it like if anything we're probably i don't know how much we pay to keep the chickens they free range a lot now that the weather's better but we do have like the cost of straw and chicken feed and stuff still yeah well i'm sure you're pretty like you're disciplining the ducks like hey you better make us profit soon and like oh the ducks are not doing anything <laughs> at all because they're just they're the gimpy and, bl and blind and gimpy oh. so the one she laid one egg a couple months ago or something it'll be now. a dallas goose day then yeah it's so rare the goose eggs they're they're more rare we still have oh. extra ones too but they only lay so many a year um and we were surprised that they're still laying at least one of them the girls is still laying goose eggs we thought she'd be done by now but um but yeah so they they might do i don't know over a dozen between i, I lost count how many there even were or who was doing which ones um but they usually do once a year but two we did two like she went um laid two times last year so you can get like maybe around 30 some eggs a year hmm um other but chickens like they they say that in winter time they will slow down or stop completely hours they might have slowed down but we just didn't eat enough eggs to keep up with anyway so it didn't matter but um but they were still like laying during the winter so um but they they don't do it the same way like the geese will lay seasonally the chickens lay all the time yeah i mean there's like i mean here like 
they'll have uh you know farmers markets and like mm-hmm. you can charge a lot because like it's like oh food fresh you know yeah <laughs> farm fresh foods that can be i know others will charge way more so that's yeah for us we're like oh, yeah we can just sell it cheap because we we're not like trying to profit from this yet we just have an excess amount of eggs that we're so like if we can use some of that to help pay back for the cost of feed and things then that's fine. i mean look i mean you can just admit you're running a chicken mill yeah oh yeah <laughs> they're so miserable the, the thing i feel <laughs> worst about is uh is the rooster because he just keeps getting attacked by the male oh. geese now that poor guy um they you used to rooster, fight huh Mm-hmm. yeah it was an accident he wasn't supposed <laughs> to be one we were trying to just oh. get a dozen hens but he ended up being a rooster but he they used to fight and he used to win against lemon grab i remember one one time i think lemon grab got stuck in the like a netted fence that they had and um so he was just like like sitting down like stuck in there because they were fighting he got stuck and then i just saw the rooster like hopping on him he was on his back and like <laughs> hopping up and down on him um so he used to win but once lemon grab had a son he doesn't back down anymore. Like now he's just super aggressive and oh, um, yeah. the rooster Lucy gets scared. So like anytime they're nearby, I've had to break up fights. I have to like, I'll watch them chase. Let me grab the chased him around front and he ran under the porch the other day. Um, so I just, so he's tormented and I feel bad, but like they free range. They, we have six acres of land. I don't know why, like why can't they stay separated? Um, but yeah, so other than that, they, the, everyone else is okay because the hens are fast enough to like and the ge- the geese they like might kind of chase a little bit but they don't like harass them as they do the rooster yeah do you i mean do you call them like your cluck babies or any kind of cute like you know um, people I, that don't have kids are like my fur babies i i do goose babies oh. i call i say goose babies the chickens i don't do as much yeah, because the chickens, they kind of do their own thing. They are not as affectionate. Um, and, and it's just the boy geese, too. The girls don't really want attention as much either. Um, mm. And then the ducks, they they are kind of forced to get attention from us because of their, you know, like, ideas. I didn't, like, I didn't, had no idea those animals were, affect, like, wanted affection or anything. Yeah, so that's why it's so interesting to me, and again, why I never expected to to be as into geese as I am. But like any bird, you have like pet parrots and and parakeets yeah. or anything else too. Though, like they could show no affection. Like, why why wouldn't other birds be able to do the same thing? And the geese can like plop, um, like they'll plop and that's the sun and and lemon grab they'll both when i pick them up they'll like put their heads over my shoulder but they'll also do this like they shake their bill on you and but they'll just like stick their necks over and rest it um but they and they nibble a little bit to show affection because that's how they just do everything with their bills um but they can also be very aggressive because they'll get into like rage modes and usually because the girl geese are egging them on so chewy will just start honking and yelling and then that just kind of like makes them see red and so they'll just start attacking like it's kind of like her sicking them and so they don't really know what they're doing some some of the times but other times they just get mad like lemon grab he hates uh shovels like when a snow shovel he hates that or just regular shovels brooms and like anything brightly colored so he'll attack them and then if you're holding it 
sometimes he'll go after you too because you're just like connected to it <laughs> so then he just gets mad at, um but yeah so once and once they're both like freaking out it can be hard to calm them down and if you like push them away or like try to fight them that just angers them more and makes it worse so they'll just keep attacking you so what i've started to try to do is like it seems counterintuitive um but like to squat down like and be at like eye level with them more and try to just calm them down i'll just go shh okay but i still kind of have to like hold them back or sometimes you just have to take the bites like they'll be like trying to bite your arms and stuff too and you just have to like hey hey remember me it's like going after the hulk of like the sun's getting real low big guy um and they that seems to help calm them down more but i haven't done it enough times to say like this is an effective process that i'm doing it's i've only done it a couple times and again, you have to kind of take some injury a little bit until they calm down, but at least they do. So other times you can, if it's not too bad, you can like pick them up and like hold their wings in, but it's, if but their wings are, if you can't get a good grip on it, they'll just fly out, fly out of your arms and you'll get wings huh. slapped. Yeah, I guess, like, I wonder if there could be, you know. You could be like exploiting them for geese fighting tournaments and like YouTubing that or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure they probably have something. I don't know if they, because like, yeah, sometimes the male geese, they're called ganders. Uh, I guess they are, can be known to fight one another. I don't know if they do it in the same way. I guess if you get two aggressive ones, like, I mean, cockfighting is a thing. So they do that oh, with yeah, roosters. Yeah. With geese, I don't know how much they do that um because like the roosters i think are just usually aggressive on their own and uh but i've been now that when lucy's been attacked so much and i've been trying to save him and stuff so i've been like when the geese are getting him like i'll pick him up and hold him and to keep him safe from the from the geese he he used to be a real dick like he started off when he was little he was fine with me and then as he got older he started like attacking more so we've had we've had a a lot of scuffles with just him and me um now he, he doesn't we, we seem to be okay and i keep trying to like pick him up and just trying to hold him and say like remember how we're friends remember how i've taken care of you like when he got attacked by the fox like all his tail feathers were missing you could just see like his raw butt and it looked like he was oh, wow. like, just plucked the feathers were plucked um so we kept him in a crate and i would feed him uh, with a syringe egg yolk and water and stuff to, and just nursed him back to health so then we were friends for a bit after that, but then, then he got mean again. So like right now we're in, we're at a pretty good place where he's like not attacking. So we'll see if that changes, especially with weather, like hormones and stuff affect them too. Hmm. But it's fun to test. Like that's why I want more geese and things just to test out and see, Ooh, music. <laughs> um, just to test out and see whether or not like train, like what their personalities are on. Like, can you train them to have, to like be more social and, and or like more affectionate and everything too like is it just the geese that i happen to have or is it can it be trained with all of them yeah i was looking for dramatic music but <laughs> it'd be like the epidemic of geese fighting is sweeping across the country <laughs> uh yeah like i'll play uh royalty free music when i do like sometimes i'll do news stories <laughs> hmm. You have like, do you have like Amish markets near you? Um, yeah, up north, 
like a half hour away or so or more like that like that's a big amish area but they're amish all around but like that spot kind of has a, a more uh uh settled like amish population i guess too so i think like there are certain shops and stuff that are amish run um but yeah like they're all the amish put the root the metal roofs on 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 our barn and house actually from the previous oh. owners they had because like so you can hire them they just put together a really sweet barn that my aunt has um and her yard now too um but yeah so like so they get hired to do a lot of a lot of woodwork and other things too that's always surprising like oh they put the steel roof on I'm like oh yeah like they they can work with other things i just kind of like thought like oh they work with wood yeah, I didn't know they could be used for hire. Used for hire. Mm -hmm. For yep. hire. They do a lot hired. of physical labor stuff, like building, because they're really good at building stuff. So yeah, I, I mean, that's one thing people. I was thinking with the whole like world ending. It's like, oh, also with the rise of like AI and like uh, technology, like we really won't know how to do anything. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, look at the self-driving cars. Like we're like, eh, let's just like not know how to drive anymore. Let's yeah. <laughs> Let's have a. Uh... Yeah, that's your new cat. No, this is my old one. I've had him oh. since he was like three months old. He's gonna be twelve years old in September, oh, okay. or in June ish. That I assume, but yeah, like when I when I got him, he seemed like he might be around three months old, and then he followed me home. <laughs> oh. Don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's nothing there. I don't know if you can. Anyone's told you that there's no cat there. You oh, just, just a spirit that attaches itself to you. Really. Oh, like the, oh, I really like that. A shutter is the yeah. Tie yeah. Film. Oh, you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Where he's like permanent. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. There's um. I don't. I think I saw the Asian version, the original, and then. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot. I've never seen the American version. I've only seen the yeah. Asian I've seen. One. The American one more, but oh, okay. Is it any good? I just usually they, from what I've seen, like I've only seen the American version of the uh the ring or the other. What's the other one? What's Juan mean? Is that the, the grudge? Grudge, the grudge. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I have not seen the Asian ones, but I couldn't remember the English <laughs> names. <laughs> I could only remember the Japanese ones. But yeah, I've only seen the American versions. But from I've watched different like asian asian films and they're really good at horror and then it seems like the yeah. american ones ruin it yeah i mean i did like the well the first ring and i guess the first grudge there was other grudge sequels but like uh yeah i guess those originals are better i don't know if i would say they're i mean i guess i haven't seen the asian ring in a while but if i used to like the american one more but yeah, I'll have to. I need to compare them. Maybe Alex and I can do that because we still we want to compare different things too. I really like the idea of doing like, um, oh yeah, what was it the um, RoboCop? Like even not just like different languages, but like remakes and stuff. And then in Death Note, the anime. So we're gonna do like the anime versus the live action American versus the live action Japanese films. Yeah, um, so I like to compare all those. You didn't? Did you do like the Robocops yet? On your no, own? not yet. So okay. we're planning on doing that. Maybe, hopefully, in April. Yeah, I just watched the original like a week ago. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like all the technology back then, and in Terminator Two was like, 
that was like the the big old analog stuff, but it was high tech, like I guess cyberpunk sort of, mm-hmm. where like oh it's really advanced, but it's like really like moves all robotic and like yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I haven't seen RoboCop yet. I. I think I have seen Terminator 2. But yeah, so that's why like RoboCop, it's going to be my first time watching any of them. Wow. Yeah, I mean... So you haven't seen... Are, are you somebody that hasn't seen a lot of classic movies or like... Yes, I've never oh. been that into <laughs> movies. I've been into TV, though. Like, I grew oh. up watching, like, uh, you know, the classic TV shows of sitcoms and stuff, too. I Love Lucy, Andy Griffith Show, Gilligan's Island, Get Smart, Green Acres, uh, like, all of them. Hmm. Well, no, I won't say all of them, but a lot of them. So, And you had um, that it old TV where they, like, well, you're also stuck. We're not going to let you watch movies past a certain year that we're <laughs> <laughs> it just happened to be what was that like TV Land? I think because my dad watched them too, and I oh, really yeah. enjoyed them. And uh, yeah, so like fifties, sixties, those were my favorite decades for shows. Um, and they'd play them on Nick at Night yeah. too. Um, and then and then there were some like seventies and eighties as well, uh, like Facts of Life, Different Strokes. Um, I haven't seen most of these. Yeah, see, you're missing out. Like, there's some good, <laughs> good old TV. Um, well, like, growing up, I'm like, you know, kids are like, this is so old and stupid. But now I'm like, everything now is trash. And like, <laughs> yeah, they're good. And then go back to classic, you know, like, nothing, not that I'm against like having sex and stuff involved, but at least you could have like these, they're able to write things. That, that are like more clean humored and to be able to do that so like that could be more challenging too to like how do we make something funny that can also be like family friendly and that can, yeah without making it just like super cheesy from what i see a lot of them now too or you're just doing like different sex jokes and stuff so i think that that's kind of a lost art in writing um and i do love physical humor a lot too so like i like a lot of slapstick so i love lucy she was really good at that kind of humor yeah I mean, but also the thing is, like, uh, if you will go back and watch any old thing, like, even The Simpsons, like, shows had, like, some kind of moral, le- like, lessons. And, like, now TV is, like, remember the, like, Secret Life of American Teenager was, like, the biggest show? Mm-hmm. And that's literally just kids fucking. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I never got into that show, but... They do have, I mean, like, I really like, as trashy as it is, Riverdale. Um, oh. And, uh, but yeah, that one too, I think oh, That's based silly. on Archie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, rather loosely. And, uh, but I think it's fun, because they, I think what I like is that there were mysteries, like each season kind of has different mysteries, so I, I love mystery stuff, detective things and all that. Um, but they, oh, but a lot of it, yeah, it's just kind of like, here's, a lot of sex scenes between and like you know the actors are all adults but it's but not only just the sex scenes but they keep running different businesses and i'm like you're 16 why do you have like three <laughs> startup companies oh here? wow so it's just sort of i think that's a great it's entrepreneurial but also like how are you doing all of this and high school and having to catch a serial killer and like whatever <laughs> stuff is going on yeah i mean well i've been thinking about this because like there's these uh I don't know if you, I don't know, 
if you ever got into conspiracy stuff, but there's like these things called the Doctor Day Tapes. Day Tapes. Day tapes. And it's on YouTube. And it's on YouTube. And it's a guy talking about a private conference he went to that like uh he he just recorded like he told the story of what happened there. Like he couldn't record it at the time, like and he secretly took notes on a napkin and all this stuff. <laughs> and uh Oh. It's like this doctor at the time, like the late seventies, the meeting supposedly took place and it was like a Planned Parenthood thing. And the doctor just for some reason was just being like honest about how society is gonna be planned out. And basically one thing is that entertainment will be like just superficial, like sex everywhere, like no moral integrity, you know divorces will constantly happen like nobody will be able to afford being home with their kids like all this stuff that really happened <laughs> so it's like mm. really disturbing listening back to it oh interesting okay i hadn't heard about that before yeah like well i random well somebody talked about it like this guy on youtube but then my friend said he randomly found it over the pandemic and he was like i had to stop listening because i was getting too upset <laughs> <laughs> uh but, like, yeah, all the shows became, like, there's really no integrity to anything now. It's just like, oh, this kid with his Instagram job. Same thing with reality shows now. It's always yeah. fake jobs. Like, I'm a Twitter uh, booster or something that doesn't isn't real. And, like, every show, like, and then when they make their American versions of, like, those horror movies, it's always, like, a guy with, like, a really rich apartment in New York City somehow that, like, oh, yeah. he's a freelance, like, the the guy in that Shutter movie was just, like, a, a photographer freelance guy or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah. I also think it makes people think America is the land of you become rich when you move there. It it does deceive people though i mean i don't know if it's just because of media but i just generally like the idea of america they come in and they think that because yeah. i remember when i was in high school or, or something younger that the we have a college in the town too that's part of Pitt, um the university of pittsburgh so yeah. it's a branch of it and there were foreign students there i don't remember what country oh, they were. sorry to hear that no. Um, yeah and uh but they said i just remember a couple of them talking about how like they thought by coming here like that like the rooftops would be like made of gold that it would be like like <laughs> literally that it would be this you know magical yeah place um like it's not literally magical but like just this this utopia i guess um and uh, so i guess like they're they're not uh, they lost the at some point too where it's just like the the word of it i think the idea is that you come here for the opportunity like for the yeah. chance to work hard and do it and some places know that like you there are other people that i've seen uh even on tv like they're they're real people whatever stuff that i've like documentary type things though too where they're like no like i came from a different country but like i came here for a better life but not just that i expect it to be given to me but i have the opportunity to do it and like i love those types of people though to see that they're like yeah i'm a hard worker and they're and the now hardest I have the working chance to too. do it. yeah yeah and because of that they have the and they're so grateful too that like 
coming from whatever countries they were, that they did not have the chance to do it. They didn't have the opportunities to actually make something of themselves and be successful. And now they do have it. So these days now, like American born people are like, I need to automatically be successful. Like, and you need to make me successful. Like I'm entitled to being successful without having to put in any effort to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, uh, there's this new like um, guy at my work that goes in every day to the office when like no one else does. Everybody's like, everyone became so lazy after the lockdowns and the work from mm. home. But he comes in every day and he's just like, I love coming in the office. And he's like, I'll go getting. And I'm like, it's weird. Like all the rest of us are like, eh. but it's also he's naive and he thinks he'll get like a raise. <laughs> oh, by going. See, I'm not. I'm not going to say that, like, connect that just by going into the office is a thing that makes you more of a go-getter compared to other, like, I think you can be a go-getter while working remotely as well. And, like, so it just depends on, like, the job itself. Yeah. Um, Especially if it seems like is his going into the office actually uh, productive? Like, does that make things better than it? Um, Because, like, I I mean, just his attitude in general i think he yeah and that's a good attitude to have yeah. but you also want to use it wisely of like are the things that you're doing worthwhile yeah um, but so yeah so i think that is good and um but just i don't want to say that like anyone who works remotely isn't going to be <laughs> you know gung-ho about yeah it. uh yeah but there was this like and i only t- t- started thinking about that because <laughs> This uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, there's a character that's like an immigrant and he is the main guy and he like, he talked about that and he like, you know, there's like all these random conversations in those games where he's just like talking about, yeah, the American dream, They you think you come here and like, you're just going to get money and I'm going to be able to send it back to my like relatives and you come here and he's a cab driver or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But yeah, like I started to notice like, I don't know, 10 or 15, I don't know, 10 or so years ago, like what was like ABC family at the time, like all those shows had really mansion looking houses, like, Mm. and like the mom somehow is not working or something. And it's like so unrealistic. Um, And they were still all white families then too. Now there's probably just people of color families, but they're still rich, you know? Yeah, I I don't mind for the sake of having more space to film something like, you know, like you don't want cramped rooms. Yeah. And stuff. So like kind of for logistics, as far as like filming goes, you want wider space things. Um, so I get that. But then you also have to acknowledge, at least write it in that like this is a, a well off family. And if you're going to do like a poor family, though, then you do need to make the like smaller living spaces and all that or but but then you also might i don't know it just depends on what the the show is um but so i get especially in a multi-cam sitcom it makes sense that you need to have it so at least you can throw in this is rent controlled like we have this like this apartment is like really great and so you're like a, yeah they're no. grateful that they're like yeah we just happen to get a good deal in here and we have this gigantic space like okay i can take that like i'll accept that reason and then not really think too much about it. But you have to acknowledge that at some point for the viewer to be able to like suspend their disbelief. Otherwise now it's it's like, okay. But 
because you don't want to watch like like here's this tiny uh studio apartment that you're sharing with another person and we're watching a sitcom based on this um depending on what it is like, you can make that work but um it would be i wouldn't be yeah. able to see sitcom well these were all shows about what was supposed to be i think middle class families like mm. and they had giant like they had a lot of money there was no that's the problem I have with all the woke stuff is like at first with the Occupy stuff, I was sort of I was on board at first because like it is a class issue. Like, you know, it's about like in wealth gaps and stuff. It's not like now it's all like, oh, because they're white. Like friends had recently they're like, oh, they're show friends. They had way too nice of an apartment. Must have been the white privilege, you know. <laughs> I th yeah and i think they that, that was when i was kind of thinking because i think they mentioned like a rent control or something or where they got oh. in with the previous the, the rent or something like where they they were able to get a good or her aunt owned it or something though oh. i forget monica's aunt owned it something like that where they were able to they kind of so, sort of like okay here's this reason and then we don't talk about it ever again yeah but, i mean seinfeld's uh, wasn't that crazy it was kind of and especially back when the show was set, you probably could get a decent apartment yeah, for a decent amount Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. So even for middle-class families having large homes, it depends on the time period because yeah. like, you could get, you would have more available for to you for less money. And now everything, just anywhere, like even like in a suburban you know, location, a setting for a show, um, now it would be like way more expensive. But like you could have like a one-parent or like a one person income for a family back in the day and like you can't yeah. now um for a lot of them yeah um but again i guess now i'm thinking like a lot of those shows are about the popular high school kids which might have rich parents so yeah <laughs> um i mean i'll i'll say to you like i just think they need to answer for that Again, a big thing is if it's a multicam sitcom, you need that wide space. So you've got, and I never watched a ton of like Big Bang Theory, but even Seinfeld, Friends, you, so you have it set up where like, here's a big studio so and you can do most of your filming here. When you have uh, just a single camera set up, you can have smaller spaces because you're going to probably be traveling around and do different places more. But multicam, you're just, here's the studio. This is what we've got, the set. Um, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you talked about spaces, um, now I'm keep thinking of the woke terminology, like we need, uh, spaces for, um, female trans binary. Oh, yeah. Um, that like is the create, that's one of the craziest things. Like, uh, I remember hearing, um, and I know South Park made fun of it, like, when colleges started having safe space, like lounges for kids, students to go in and like, I don't know. It was just like, they had Play-Doh and they have like <laughs> dogs there. I'm like, what? Like, okay, if you have a rape victim, but like not, you know. Yeah, yeah if I want my safe space, I would expect, or I would want all of my college area to be considered a safe space yeah, in no. the physical sense of the word then I'm like I don't want to be hurt anywhere here though so like make that a safe space but emotionally I don't expect that of you from my school 
Yeah, and it really, well, I guess I don't know why it just was a thing and then other college started doing it because it is a really easy, people don't even think of this. Like, yeah, it's an easy thing to just go, we have a safe space room, so we're good. We're covered in case, you know. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it um, be like, I don't know, relaxation room or like yeah. something where it's just calling a safe that space makes sense. sounds so weak. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like if you have a uh, people made fun of Amazon because they had a meditation booth because like the job is so stressful that uh, it's like yeah. a crying booth or whatever. <laughs> uh, but that did sound like, oh, I, I st- testing is stressful. I have to go sit in a safe space or whatever. Yeah, that's why I think like just name it something else that doesn't sound yeah. so baby like um or even like gay meditation room. room like I know that's why I wasn't sure if I was allowed to say that on here but like something that doesn't make it seem so gay <laughs> yeah uh, but like and not in the homosexual way because like they they, they can be tougher <laughs> but um just I know. in the I I don't know like if you have to have a safe like just like a here's a hangout room like here's a place that you can kind of like sort of relax and chill like you just call it the like a chill room um they have like some places have i think my college had something like that too but like yeah whatever, whatever kind of like you know yeah i mean area. we always had lounge areas yeah yeah lounge area so and then you can put those same things there like here are just some some but like even if you want to meditate in a corner or whatever, like here's some white noise or something, or here's the Zen little mini Zen garden for you. Yeah. Um, like you can have those things, but just don't call it like the meditation room or safe space. Yeah. Well, that became a thing in, I mean, I don't usually talk about comedy so often, but, uh, I always think of like all the, how it, how this stuff got in comedy. Like you would think, oh, it's not going there, but they had like, I mean, now there's like, oh, this is an open mic for like weird people, and then sometimes they'll word oh, yeah. it like it's a space for this kind of. It's so it's just a weird. Uh, we need a space for autistic comedians or something. It's like, well, isn't that every place? Why would you? Because no one's going to go, we yeah. don't want. And if you're autistic, don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, otherwise. They w- and then that's why it makes it seem like they're actually trying to push. Like, oh, we want a space for black people. We want a space yeah. for autistic people. So we can segregate them because we don't actually want them in, like, the main places. So we're going to give yeah. them their own place. Well, we it is to- babying them, too. I mean, I know they're might have special well maybe not every autistic person is the same a lot of yeah, them are high functioning yeah ones. a lot like i've known a couple where i didn't know for a while like and you just kind of oh they're really into this one thing <laughs> yeah. or they really love weird al yankovic like a lot uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but like they might even make a joke about it or like and then like there's a lot of like this is the female plus trans whatever mike and then they started to be like, uh, we don't get enough people to this mic. Yeah. And they used to, you know. Shocker. Yeah. Because it's also hard enough to just get people to go to comedy shows and things in smaller arenas, like stand-up, com- or improv, especially, like, to to try and segregate. Like, you're limiting the audience opportunity. Yeah. At, like, 
uh, my first thought when you're doing it. I'm, I thought if you're trying to make this specific, it's going to be even harder than it already is to try to get people to go to a show that's not like well known. Like you can, like there's certain places like, like the improv, like that's known for seeing it. Like people are already knowing about it and will go to it. Second City. Um, even though a lot of them thought they were seeing stand up, like look up the thing that you're going to see. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so it's just, but to try to do it like, oh, we're starting this new thing. And, and then so, and we're alienating others and it's fine to have a specific demographic. You just need to be aware that of what the effects will be because of that. Yeah. And uh, I keep forgetting that, you know, about comics gate. So you were on, you've been mm -hmm. on john della rose is yeah a guy a channel, guy, a channel guy, yeah channel. yeah he does a lot of just like online drama types of things i was on there on <laughs> i forget thursday or something monday i don't know what's today <laughs> i was on there at some point this week i forget when yeah he makes comics yeah, he too, makes right? comics yeah, too he makes right? comics yeah too, yeah right? so he um he's got a couple different series of things um going on but yeah so he he uses the youtube channel to promote his comics so he's friends with other oh comics you mean people like ethan von yeah he's grifting <laughs> ethan von skyver and other that's probably the biggest name among comics gate people and then there are other ones too that he gets and then they just kind of go on and make fun of other online people yeah um i've heard of it over the pandemic like because ethan was on kurt metzger a comedian's podcast and uh mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, it actually is similar to comedy, like, the way they infiltrated, um, and, like, then I started watching those streams, and, like, the way they talk, like, is so free and, like, open. I mean, I honestly am, like, I don't even know if that's happening in comedy, like, even on comedy yeah. podcasts, they, they, they're, like, and I don't mean this and this, you know, like, even on Rogan sometimes, like, they're not as free as this Comicsgate stuff is. It's like, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, there's a lot of self-censorship just because to avoid getting canceled and stuff too, like, just generally there's that. But then, and, and then it's also just kind of a habit for yeah. some people. I'll do things because I sometimes, it depends on what I'm, I think if I'm joking about stuff, I don't usually like will will we'll say one thing. If I'm trying to make a point, I will try to clarify and just be specific on on that too. But I mean, like even kind of did it where I was saying, you know, like oh that's gay, and, like not in the homosexual. But I was kind of saying that <laughs> as a joke too, though. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah. Well, I, think I mean, look, you've said a lot of things that you need to apologize for right now. Yeah, let's talk about Jews now. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, I guess, it, and I think it's like, um, it does become like everything, it's an automatic, like everybody starts doing something like, oh, Comicsgate, they're like, I'm out of the, the, those industries, I'm on my own now, so, and then like, other people come in and they see that they're being like more free and then mm -hmm. they can do it, but like. I think until something happens like that, like, I mean, I know there's a lot of communities that are pretty free, like, uh, 
Yeah, there's some who are like, you know, too big to get canceled or yeah. that they or that they just don't care and that like they're they know that there's still an audience out there for it. So like they can be offended. People want it and they do like and you in um even if they try to cancel them, they they'll still be able to go to places that don't care. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean it, it depends how big you are no, well known. I mean Rogan was really getting attacked over the past couple of years i mean but it had, did that stop him did he get what no. was it like however multi-million dollar contract with um spotify yeah um did you hear a comicscape uh somehow or hear what did you hear of like comicscape somehow i didn't really know much about it. I think it was just Carter from Unsafe Space was friends with JDA. And so oh. then I had JDA uh, on my show when I was on Unsafe Space for like the first stream. And so then we just became friends. Like then he had me on his streams and stuff too. So that was pretty much how, like I still don't really know a ton of people. Like again, like when he, when they say a lot of different um <laughs> <laughs> yelling um when they talk about different like comics people even not in comics gate but just general comic book people that are like woke and stuff I'm like i don't know anyone's names i'm not going to remember jda does like a back to the lore thing so they'll talk about all these and i'm like i'm not going to commit oh, yeah. this to memory i won't remember anyone but that's okay like, i'll just <laughs> i'm here for now but so i don't know very much um, just the general idea that, like, as with everything else, woke people infiltrate, they ruin everything, and then, um, and and push them out to their own side, but then yell at them more and say like that. Now they're going to be white supremacists because they have their own side thing or like whatever it is that they're racist with their own little group. Because like first they kick them out of whatever the main idea, main group is, so they have to go and make their own, and then they still harass them for saying well like look at them they made their own group and now they're racist and bigoted and doing all these things but it's happening everywhere um not just comics but you've got like board games video yeah. games you've books it's just everywhere yeah i guess it was more the uh like i don't know freely joking around that because like that's how you know i used to watch comedians like and that's how it used to be, even in, like, uh, I don't know, like, some point it switched. It'll be, like, I don't know, 2000, after 2010. But, like, before that, it was still pretty, like, all the comedy was almost too edgy, where it was, like, <laughs> it was, like, all right, we get it. Like, um. I think there's a difference between, like, just being crass or something. Yeah. And, like, you can lose, I mean being witty or or just being crass and like and i think i'm not against i'm not completely against like any type of humor like i I can find i can find entertainment in anything but some of it's just like well i can only take so much of it where it's just like that was fun for like one bit but it, like if yeah. you keep doing it it's, it doesn't work when you continue it um and sometimes like crassness or whatever it's um you just you have to learn how to like sprinkle it in or adjust it and all that. But um, I I'll say too at least on Rumble that's a lot more freeing. Like where I kind of feel a little bit nervous with streaming on YouTube when Alex and I are yeah. talking on Rumble, I'll say anything. That's why like I'll you know talk like here's this Jewy thing or like make whatever kind of like jokes and stuff that I I want. Um, 
without really feeling afraid to, <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Um, but then again, it, it, the difference is like, I'm not constantly doing that. Like if I am trying to make a, a, a serious point about something, then I might like clarify it or, and, and it's not in a way that I'm like, Oh, I'm afraid that like, this is, I'm going to get taken in the wrong context. Like, no, I'm just trying to explain what I'm trying, what I'm saying here in case it's not clear. Yeah. And then we'll talk about Hitler or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of people, like, they'll, I mean, it's crazy how, like, so many words they avoid. Like, even Hitler, they'll go, mustache man. <laughs> the mustache like, you must not be named. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, soon it'll be like, Jordan Peterson, don't say that, don't say. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, all the time. And I'm really against censoring of words. Yeah. I guess the one thing that I, I still I'm hesitant on for the rumble is the N word, which I won't say here because this is, goes on different places too. But, um, and I think it's like that is definitely just a, a society has drilled that into you, like that you shouldn't mm -hmm. say though. Um, not that like we don't jokingly say it here, like off air, like off computer stuff, <laughs> though, like when we're, and not in any like even racial context or something either. Though. Yeah, Although no. there are like certain jokes that we'll make uh, like with friends and stuff, like that. I mean, I my friends growing up, I one of my common nickname. Well, the most common was just being called Asia, so that was the Asian invasion <laughs> was the other one. But a big another big one was uh my was Asia Asian invasion, um China Japan, and Darkie was the big <laughs> one. So oh. I was called a Darkie because <laughs> compared to all my white friends, oh. I was uh I was the token minority there. Yeah, I mean uh. Yeah, you know, it was like only when I, um, I did used to be like really free speech where I, well, I still am, but like, uh, I mean, I haven't really said the N-word, like I, I had a bit where I said N-word, <laughs> um, and like, cause I was like, well, I don't need to say it. it's not po the point of the bit. Um, but people got really uncomfortable anyway, just bringing that up, that topic, I guess. Mm -hmm. I was wondering, like, so you, if you, like, if you say you have woke friends, like, how close are those friends, do you think? Like, as, as far as, like, best friends or? Um, it depends on how woke you <laughs> call them. I mean, so my, my best friend, she is a little bit in or at least she's like a normie who yeah. who kind of has like some uh, i would maybe like hints of like maybe like kind of socialist ideals as far as like just wanting everyone to to not be starving and like and you don't like social she comes from like having a, a you know a caring heart to want to make sure that like people are are like has have homes and and security and that kind of thing so then we might disagree though as far as like well the government shouldn't be responsible for like like making sure this happens because that takes from other people like you're for so like getting into that but um but i think it's that a lot of people don't consider those the the values as deeply as that so i think if they stop step back they might think like yeah well it, it's wrong to like force people to do something but then they'll do like a caveat like but these people need it so like so then i think they kind of like disassociate the idea that like government does things by gunpoint 
um, is yeah. how they get your money. I mean, so, yeah, like, I guess because I don't, I mean, my, I guess, best friend is not at all woke, like, uh, but I guess, like, um, well, that doesn't sound like woke. That kind of reminds me of uh, family members or, like. Yeah, and I was just, I'll say that my aunt, too, like, as far as she's a registered, like, she believed a lot of, like, the, the mainstream news about COVID and all that. But oh, yeah. we just had a conversation. I told her, because I never really got into specifics about leaving Chicago comedy, but I was telling her when I was doing the improv stuff that a big thing was that it wasn't as fun anymore. And it explained that, like, they got too preachy. Like, it was more yeah. about the activism. for, And she started saying about like the she doesn't understand it like the feminism and all that too she's like you know her mother back in like the 70s she wasn't allowed to own a house and i was saying like you know like they couldn't own a woman couldn't have their own credit card till 1978 or so something oh, wow. like that like unless they were married so like they, those That's were the way it that should were, like, be yeah. <laughs> yeah like there were certain things like yeah that makes sense to like want to fight for and to try to get like yeah. that equality but she, and she was like we have that now, though. So she's mm -hmm. like, we've got all these things. Move on. Like, we've yeah. got all these other things, that problems that you're trying to bring up. Like, we've, we've overcome them. Move on. So it was really interesting to kind of hear her, like, agree with, like, this is getting out of hand So like, to that extent. So there are certain things that um, – so I do have, like, classic Democrat family members who, who disagree. Yeah. Like, I know for her, she also doesn't um, – she's okay with, like, kids wanting to – to be trans um to like as they're trying to learn and figure out themselves she's not okay with like any sort of hormone like any anything physically changing with them to like uh, chemically yeah. or all any of that but if they want to just like say i am this like she'll do it but she also doesn't do they them because like, she's an <laughs> english teacher and she's like oh, that's a, yeah. a plural we're not doing something like that. you can be a he or she i'm not gonna do it like you one or the other so she so she has certain things that where she's like i this is a line that i won't cross from that i have these things but um so it's that's why like yeah i can get along with a lot of them um they're not like so far gone the friends in chicago they're like the self-proclaimed like socialists and communists and stuff and i think it depends on like oh we're close in different ways like maybe we're we watch movies together online or play D D or other stuff like where like but it's like specifically yeah that way we don't really get too involved other and ones. i hope you let them win if they're more oppressed last <laughs> um but then i would say like i'm not super close like intimately close with them i don't know it depends like there are certain ones where i'm like hey i've had like good personal conversations with some but i think like politically we probably don't but again i think it's those people who they're not like hugely activists in in different things they're not constantly talking about it where i have to like worry they might personally believe certain things that i disagree with and that comes up but like we still have a lot of other similar values and, and i think it's again the not considering how government actually works through force yeah. and if they do they disassociate it and so they well, just kind of yeah. have like uh, and and they're like well it's okay because of blah 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 and so i just kind of accept that and we don't I, talk about it <laughs> yeah i guess like i guess i was curious if any are like close because i because in my opinion you can't have a close well you can think you have a close woke friend like oh this is my best friend but they're if they're that like if they're that extreme they will turn on you like they will like completely 
Yes, there is one who who has uh, well, I wouldn't even say it's because of wokeness exactly. It's more of personality disorders where I'm like, I think oh. you're cluster B, and and but you also have like wokeness here, and then so that has been an Disorder. issue. <laughs> um, yeah, where it's where like things kind of were disrupted in a group. Um, okay. Yeah, that that. Makes... And so then it's like okay, well, that's now what, we need to yeah. kind of keep some more distance here. So I think it depends on. I don't know. It's kind of like maybe I'd say like a vegan where like, are you really obnoxious yeah. about being a vegan or are you going to be like you have these values, but you keep them to yourself? Like even wokeness, like if you kind of have that, but you're they're still like accepting enough of having someone else either like that we don't talk about it or that we don't um, or that we can agree to disagree on certain things, then that's OK. Would well, I you and can. I, but sometimes <laughs> they can't. Like I said, it just depends on how bad they are. Like the like yeah. The, crazy that's woke ones mean. like they cancel you know like if they're, they're and and there are certain people who are like oh i don't want them to know that or they're going like and I, and I do know something like i'm not close at all and i and i wouldn't want to be i'd say also the way i also judge something is like would i some of the friends that i really care about who have who kind of believe you know the woke stuff would i trust them if we were go to go to like an island or whatever to like start our own community and, and do this not unless they were willing to like accept and say like oh my values were wrong i want to change these like yeah. just generally i'd say like no like i wouldn't trust them for that because you're going to ruin everything um but yeah this, that's why i think it's difficult to to i don't know I, I, the closeness of friendships it just is dependent on on what what purpose i have for them like the ginger and i are pretty aligned in like uh, our values on almost everything so then um so that makes it easier so like there's someone like i can talk to about like any of that stuff and and just regular you know goose related interests and all that too yeah like the there's a podcast called disaffected that talks mm -hmm. about Slocum. yeah yeah i know yeah i, I think i saw one yeah and I mean, that is pretty much the most woke people are all that type of person, like, right, or they're exactly. acting yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, because he talks cluster B stuff all the yeah. time, or like that's his focus. Um, But yeah, and I'd say that's why you can kind of have like, there are some people who are like normie woke who just yeah. think that like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, this is the right thing to do because they haven't put a lot of thought into it. I think those are the ones that that we can still be like friendly with you can even be like close enough uh depending on on your circumstances uh it's the ones who would get too too preachy or too activist um and have the personality disorders that you can't trust because they will like no matter what we have it on the unwoke side has been an issue personally with different people um where they because they're cluster b have caused a lot of problems even yeah. among the unwoke people and and separated things and um at that part that's what's disheartening is to see in the unwoke side of all of the people all of the like ones who fall into that too like who are either part of that cluster b or at least like fall into like supporting yeah. cluster b and like not willing to admit to it or like or unable to see it that's where i'm like get black pilled when i'm like you can't even see what they're doing here and like yeah. like the fakeness the lies the the manipulation you like hidden behind a veil of like 
of uh, victim being victimhood. I'm like, they're doing the same thing as like what woke people are doing that you that you like lash out like and you oppose. And it's happening over here, too. That's why, like, just because you're unwoke doesn't mean that, like, they're all okay to, like, idolize. Yeah, there's, like, um, I mean, nice people assume people mean well or something. Like, there's this hidden good side to everyone, you know? I, yeah, I've given the benefit of the doubt a lot a lot to a lot yeah. of people and, and especially but it's also like specifically with cluster b then and for some that was a mistake where it was like no like i it, i kept thinking that they were genuine like that they were just not understanding certain things and like that they were trying and then the longer and like the more that i saw I'm like whoa this like this can't be seen as anything but intentional now that you're doing this like even when i've addressed certain things like and now you're just like using other people specifically to try and smear names of them and, and others to like hurt them intentionally like and you and you blatantly said like you don't care like that kind of thing i'm like okay now that makes me question everything else that you've ever done where that i gave the benefit of the doubt and thinking like no they they meant well you just didn't really get it like now i say i think all of it was intentional and you're playing yeah, no. on here. And then you even go if back. it wasn't now, like, even if it was genuine, well, some of it was genuine. Like, I can't believe that anymore. Now that I've seen this behavior, like, and confirmed it, that makes me doubt everything else that there was before that. And so, and I, I refuse to like, even believe that anything is like accidental. Now I believe that like, they will always be manipulative, but I gave the benefit of the doubt. Cause I have seen that in other people where like they have similar personality disorders, but but one is that they're willing to like address the issues that they have and work on it. And it's, and that it's not easy and it's always a constant process like that one I can, and, and they're more honest and like I can accept and work with more. And I gave the benefit of the doubt thinking that that might happen, but it's not like, so or I, I won't say that all of them are going to always be bad, but definitely not all of them are going to like be well-intentioned. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, um, well, I guess, you know, they say, like, the mask comes off or whatever, like, because mm -hmm. then you realize, and, and it literally, it's like those thriller movies where there's a twist and they show back, like, flashback scenes, what re what's really happening, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, and the thing, too, with Cluster B, uh, I, Alex and I talk about this, we were just talking about intention the other day, too, where, like, people don't care about intention, um as much now but with personality disorders i can be a little bit more forgiving sometimes in a sense in that like they're it's like i'd still say a chemical imbalance there's like problems going on in the brain like however you want to like describe it but the brain is broken and yeah. that is what's causing these problems so it's but a thing that i like to say a lot too is that it doesn't matter or it's a you you can have a reason for why you are the way you are, like whatever trauma, whatever things that are going on, like you can have a reason like, oh, that's why I, I, I lash out or I have the episodes I do, like whatever these things are. You can have a reason and I understand that. That doesn't give you an excuse to behave that way though. And that just makes it more challenging for you to have to try to work and be among society and that sucks, but life is unfair and you have to deal with that. But I also understand that you might have a reason for why you're doing it. 
have you heard that? That's like, uh, yeah, it's okay to not be okay. Some some comic at open mic had a good bit about it too. Like, like I don't know if it is. I mean, because <laughs> it's also like it's one of those phrases where you can be an asshole constantly. Mm, well, I'm yeah. not okay, so it's it's fine. I'd say like on a on a limited scale, like oh, I'm having a bad day or something like that, and I'm not okay. Yeah. Like, I'm sad. I'm sad right now, and I need. But it's and that's what I tell people too if they're going through like difficult situations, like you're depressed or something, like and you have like an external reason for why you're you're sad. You're going through a divorce. You lost your job or like whatever it is that like that's okay to have this like you know the this this slump that you're in the anything that can be healthy to like get your emotions out and like work through it the thing is you have to make sure that you don't stay down there though you need to get yourself back up and that's where you have to be careful about it and that that could be a slippery slope but and that's why it can be good to have other people's uh, other uh, support system there to help pull you out if you do need it but i also don't think it's good to like push it away and never address it at all and everything is fine because i think that's really unhealthy so i think um to an extent it's okay to not be okay sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah i did wonder like if those kind of people if there's ever any like actual self-aware ones that can that that can kind of be like i don't know staying in relationships with people because if it's possible because i know some say uh like i know the josh guy talks about borderline and i used to think borderline was more like just bipolar like it's not i bo from what i've seen borderline or bipolar sorry how do i phrase this borderline has been misdiagnosed as bipolar a lot oh yeah um from personal experiences of people i know like that oh. that seems to be the case from and that's just from my ob observations it's not like official by a doctor but from when i've like looked into other things and all that well, I'm going to need you to name names. <laughs> but then I can also say, too, that even with them, sometimes relationships do not work out and they, yeah. uh, but, and sometimes they do. But that, again, it's one of those things where they have to be constantly aware of it and working on bettering. Um, and just like any relationship, like any person, like would need to with whatever faults that they have. There's ones sometimes they're just more extreme, and you have to be self-aware enough to address and acknowledge them. Yeah, like uh, the last the last girl I dated, like wasn't woke. I mean, but I think it was just like she would have just acted woke if. She was around the right people, like, and then I wondered if she, because how it ended, had one of those cluster B things. Uh, uh, yeah, I would say, I guess my advice has been to people, like, if you find yourself, I would, say, I would not recommend getting into an, a, a relationship with a cluster B person who, um, but what if, but what if you're on the if cluster you already, B dating app? Yeah. Well, then that's on you. If you're already in a relationship and then kind of learn this over time, though, and, and then that's up to you to, like, figure out, like, is, are they working on, like, is there something that, like, that can be, like, I'd say it's not bad if you choose to not want to deal with it, but um, you can work through it like if both if both parties are going to try to it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be fun all the time but 
but it can work, but just with a lot of effort. Yeah, and then like, um, I mean, it might not be related, but like she used to talk about, uh, there was certain things she like. Well, first of all, she never seemed stressed ever. Like we'd be out on the subway one time there was a guy screaming like yelling mm. about well he was like a older black guy he was like yelling at asian guys <laughs> and uh she just sat there she wasn't affected at all and then other times she talked about not having and i'm like is that a thing with those kind of people like not having what just not having like any kind of stress reaction like oh i I like chill people, though. I, f- I mean, it's yeah. It I don't think it was that situation. Though. That's what I was gonna say. That like for someone who's chill, like I, I find them yeah. comforting to be around someone like who has like a calm demeanor and and doesn't take yeah uh, without react not having. I don't know what reaction that would uh, you know that could be on the verge of like psychopath kind of thing or, but like because you also need to have some sort of like f- fear response to uh, technically in that like this could be a threat like something here that could be a threat your brain should respond to like i need to be on alert here just to be safe because like if you're not then you could end up dead um and i'm not saying that like that guy yelling is going to but that's just like how like the the um uh oh, i can't think of the word but like just the the you know the brain and, and the is it the amygdala um primal primal there we go the in the primal part of your brain just needs Lizard to recognize brain. like yeah like danger um and be aware of that and so something like any like yelling or is like someone who seems aggressive even just by like yelling at someone that should trigger like a primal response in the brain to like say like hey i need to be on alert here and if you're like so chilled genuinely then i have questions on why <laughs> someone's brain would be that way or someone in denial of of things being wrong or like the, the everything's okay everything's yeah. fine um i mean i guess yeah with her i think it was just like it literally was just it didn't occur to her to be upset it wasn't a stoic thing but Maybe not, but I don't know. Um, so I don't know if that's like a dumb blonde sort of situation. <laughs> then you're like, oh, I was supposed to be scared. Or just not well, self-aware enough of your surroundings. Yeah, I remember Carter, I guess, on Today's Space. Like, he had some episode about being aware of your surroundings. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw that. I forget Probably. what it was called, but it was I've some like... <laughs> Yeah, it was called. I haven't, but I watched all the others. <laughs> something like uh, there was different levels. Like one is like just be on guard, and you should always be like mm-hmm. level one or something. And he had mm-hmm. some guy yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember, remember the guy's name or like. Um, I can't remember. I do. I think I remember that specific video, but he's also. It's hard also because we've just had like conversations with him a lot too. So I never remember. Like, was that on air? Or was that just Uh-oh. a personal <laughs> conversation? Um, but yeah, like I do, kind of remember the the, the episode about that. But because um, he has had like defense training, and so you should always oh. be kind of cautious of you know like placement or like you know x locations like what you do with a threat whatever like that and so and i so i think about that a lot too like you should be aware and i definitely don't do that i definitely <laughs> relax too much 
uh, in certain places. I'm always on edge in like public things though, like in busy restaurants and stuff. So I'm, I think I'm already on alert there, because, but it's too much for me because it's too much stimulation um, going on, like loud noises and too many people. Like I hate it. Yeah. I mean, I think there's being in the city here made me always at like level one or whatever we talked about because it made me like start to know or just recognize, oh, there's a loose cannon here. Mm-hmm. Anytime anyone, like you just immediately can, t- and also people that like come visit New York, they, they like, I didn't know. You just kind of ignore the crazy people. If you start even like engaging them, I don't know why, but they <clears throat> go into like a weird robot mode where they can't, not leave you alone uh like all you have to do is be like hey like you respond and then they go please give me some money please like i've had people grab my arm and not let go and then hardly ever but it's only when i've like actually gone all right fine and then they just go into robot mode or whatever (laughs) uh yeah see and i think i gauge the like in chicago too there's certain ones where like okay this this area is fine. I don't notice any of it, but like, I don't know, like on the train, I'd always be more alert and I have had like nothing aggressive. I just, I think there was a guy who was like on, he was high on something though. And um, so it was, it was late at night, a coworker and I, he, we were riding the train back home. It was on the, the L train. So it was above ground and a guy it was just this scrum, like he was tall, I think tall, but like super thin and like, and he just looked kind of high. Um, and, uh, but he like slowly, like kind of kept getting closer, like on the seats and stuff. And eventually like he sat down, I forget where it was, like right near where I was. Cause my friend and I were sitting like across from each other. And then he sat like right nearby and then we kept ignoring him until he sat down. And then we we're both like, what are you doing? And just <laughs> sort of like called him out on it and he like left, but I was I wasn't afraid because I was like I could sit on him and I would just crush him though so I wasn't like too afraid but uh, he was just That's a good. weirdo. No, and especially because there were two of us there, so like my friend was, was super skinny as well though. But I was just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could eat this guy and it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you do have to like, uh, like only like a week ago there was like some. Uh, I guess British girl that was in some little supermarket and she was like I guess she got accosted by some guy that was not letting up or whatever she probably did talk back to him and then and she was like it's my first time ever in New York and I was like oh god <laughs> and uh, I think I saw him outside and like he just was all he pro- I don't know what he was on maybe crack I don't know <laughs> but uh, usually like you can just ignore them like, they'll just go, hey, and you're going to change. And if, like, they're kind of used to being not even looked at. Mm-hmm. But some, yeah, like, and he just, uh, he did try that with me, kind of. He just was like, hey, man, you got any money? Hey, man, you got money? He was just all hyped up and, like, and it was just like, no. And, like, if you yell a little, sometimes they'll just stop or something. I don't know. Which, you know, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so hard to deal well with crazy people, though. Not that all homeless are, but like the ones who are. They're crazy mostly out yeah. there. Um, just because like you don't know what's going to happen or like what will trigger them too, though. So like 
will yelling make things worse or like will being too friendly make things worse well like so it's hard to know like what's the best thing here and uh uh that's why i think pepper spray is good to have as well so i'd carry that i had a pocket knife and pepper spray on me in chicago as much as i could yeah i mean honestly i just would say don't even pretend they don't even exist like Mm -hmm. yeah ignore them i mean there was one time i bought a homeless guy lunch like i I was gonna go to taco bell but he wanted jersey mike so i was like go there (laughs) and then he was asking if i was was gonna get anything like no i'm gonna go to taco bell where i wanted to go and like um but like so there's but then other times i just ignore them completely too because they say like you know you don't want it but it just it I don't know. Everything is circumstantial for me. And like, and I was like, or and my mood too. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling generous today. Like, sure. Yeah. Um, but then other ones, I don't know. I remember standing, I was walking by like a homeless guy, I think was just like standing like be- a beggar kind of thing. Like I was wanting money at near the corner of the street or whatever. And, and I was like going to cross and I found like $5, $10 or something on the ground. And like if he just bothered to like move a little bit, <laughs> he could have had this. But because he didn't, I found it. Oh, wow. Um, but I don't know. So just taking money right from the homeless. <laughs> it wasn't even his. It's was all on the ground. Maybe that I was his stash, moved. you know? Could have been a bad place to hide it. Bad place to stash yeah. it. Yeah. Middle of the street. I would be Where like, is this a sidewalk. hidden camera? Yeah, nope, pocketed it. <laughs> Whatever happened to it, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. The cities definitely be more careful. I mean, now back here, I am allowed to carry guns, but I don't think about it, especially depending on where I'm going, because I have to go into like the school for like certain meetings or uh, and stuff too. So it's just like, can I keep? And I could keep it in my car. I just again, I keep forgetting to take them because i don't really feel the need like if i had the permit in chicago i'd carry that with me everywhere but yeah. you're not allowed to either you can't take them on the trains all the businesses have the stupid signs that say no guns allowed like yeah that'll oh. protect you from a, a someone who's trying to rob the place like any sort of criminal that legally has a gun um but and then outside here like the reason why i should carry a gun with me is for predators and stuff when we keep having mink come around and i don't think about it but like for people i just don't think about it for any people we have them in the house like if anyone does try to break in we got lots of guns i got i have three guns in this room and a bow (laughs) and arrows wow um but and then two or three in the bedroom four maybe four you like have the like setup that then the one newer halloween where like she had that whole setup for if mike myers comes back like this whole downstairs. Yeah, I was really annoyed by that too. Like she, the, the she trained for forty years. Like they yeah. erased everything in between. She trained for forty years, and yet she still, when she went inside and to hide, she had her gun and then closed the door, like locked it, and leaned back against the door. And she's like, like why would? And so he like punched in through the side, <laughs> and like grabbed her, just to like strangle her. I'm like why, after forty years yeah. of training, would you think like I have none? And I just like common sense dictates don't put your body against uh, the place that he might break through or nearby like go inward more yeah i mean at least like yeah when you have like a bunker like that have like a flimsy wood door that breaks right away or like a a straw door mm-hmm. just don't even have a door yeah and then just prepare to shoot him and <laughs> and or yeah whichever Ugh. Anyway, I was really bothered by that. I just remembered that being really annoyed by that specific thing. Like she had so much time, like 
write better. Like I could not <laughs> suspend my disbelief for someone who spent 40 years preparing for this and still sucking at it. Um, and she wasn't supposed to be stupid. Where are you going? Yeah. I mean, she's like a badass woman. Like, yeah. Cause she's a woman. Like, yeah. You're just being redundant. All women are badasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a real womany woman though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, well, this is from my band. We're, we're, uh. I see a kitty in your background. Oh, really? In the blurriness going into your closet. It looks like a calico. Um, I thought a calico was orange. There, the, it's the orange, brown, white colors. I can't tell. That's what it looked like from the blurriness. I can't see the background super well, so it was hard to tell. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's close. Um, <laughs> yeah. just missing some of the orange then. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's going in the closet. I'm working. He's trying to get him out of there because. <laughs> well, I, I, my family used to have a cat that would like, we called it nesting, but he would really just piss on clothes, so. Uh. But he's fixed, yeah. though. Did Have you noticed female cats are the worst cats? <laughs> Why? They're just like, they hiss at men all the time. I don't know. Oh, I have <laughs> not noticed that my cats did not do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, just every family cat I've ever come across hisses. And, uh... I'll, I'll do, uh, yeah, I mean, cats will hiss when they're scared and of strangers oh. and things, so... Or just startled and stuff. And no male cat. They're all, maybe because I'm a, I don't know. They're all like. Oh, really? Corey has all cats. the time. Yeah, Corey <laughs> oh, really? will get scared, but he's kind of a little bitch. But yeah, so he, when he gets startled or something, though, like he'll hiss at stuff. Like when we walk by the window or whatever, he can't tell who we are and he's looking out the window. So he gets scared. He hisses. Um, he might hiss at the geese and the geese hiss back at him because um, everyone's hissing. Uh, but. If you're if that cat who's peeing doesn't normally if that's just a normal thing then okay but usually that's a sign of something else that's why like Elsie was starting to pee before too and and I was hoping it was just an intentional uh, thing but it ended up being bladder cancer so hmm. well so if it's relatively new then then you might well wanna, he's he's like, he's not among the living anyway oh, okay so. <laughs> um yeah but uh yeah thanks for coming on again uh. Yeah. You know, we, we're really edgy here, you know. This is my, like, shock jock theme song. <laughs> um, Signing off. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, I like it. I forget what I was going to say, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for coming on, and... Uh, yeah, just... <laughs> wait. Just everybody, thanks for listening. Keep rocking in the free world, everybody. Uh, yeah I do have like voice effect but I can't get him to work with this uh, and StreamYard yeah yeah it's picky so you have to either figure out other ways around it or it just doesn't accept it I don't know I never get too fancy with stuff so especially just live streaming or I'll do stuff in post yeah um, but but, but okay. uh, check out, yeah, check out Beverly's. Um, don't call her Bever, like you know. 
Yes. <laughs> trans- transforms into Alex a true form. Calling me a uh, swarly now. <laughs> I'm swarly here. Um, yeah, uh, Rumble only now, or mostly at least as far as like going to talk about anything that might be too edgy for YouTube, which is like anything at all. Yeah. So, the dim site on Rumble. She's on Rumble. Uh, she's on Stormfront.com. I don't even know Stormfront. <laughs> it was like a supposedly neo-Nazi website. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> 8chan um i can't even i don't even understand how 4chan works i've tried and i'm still yeah it's like i used to be like oh it's scary sounding but it's probably it's just a free speech thing yeah it's super a bunch of nerds yeah called 4chans they're gonna be a bunch of nerds who are gonna act as if they're cool or whatever but (laughs) but okay well thank you for having me on it was fun talking to you yeah you too um check out your streams on wednesday and thursday yes sir Nine thirty eastern at night yeah. p.m yeah. all right i'll set my all tivo right. set my all tivo right. set my i'll talk to you later all right yeah bye yeah see ya thanks yeah. see ya thanks see ya thanks Plot at all, guys. Oh, because it's a, based oh, on the 1926 Winnie the Pooh book. Winnie the Pooh book. Because it entered the public domain. Public domain. January 1st, 
anthropomorphic uh, creatures. And re they returned to their feral instincts and they vowed to never speak again, everybody. Yeah, check it out. Uh, it's great. It's so good, dude. Fucking sick. Check out the dim side on Rumble. And kill yourself. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Okay? Okay? Okay?